For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. in my eyes. I have not slept. 67-year-old Miriam Sintron and her neighbors live in a state of fear. They claim large gangs of young teens have been terrorizing their apartment building in the Bronx all summer. And it's getting worse. They came at us. They beat us. They broke that, that stick from that tree there to beat us with the wood. We don't have nobody. Miriam says they broke the pole from the tree well and turned it into a weapon Saturday night as she fell victim to their violence. They were kicking me in my side. They were kicking me on this side. It was punching me in my back, trying to get my face, but I covered. 63-year-old Nydia Carrero says a group of young girls the same night slammed her to the sidewalk, dragged her and pummeled her after she refused them entry into her building. They wanted to hang out in the hallway and smoke pot and and mess up the building. They go in there with bikes in there half the time. This is 1294 and 1295 East 169th Street in the Morrisania section of the Bronx. Most of the tenants here are elderly. They tell me they are being swarmed, beaten, and robbed by ruthless teens who have turned their apartment building into an oasis of lawlessness and who apparently count on their youth to spare them. As the adolescents escalate the violence night after night, residents are left bruised and traumatized. It's a shame. And they are telling us they're going to come back and burn the building now. It's ridiculous. The United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before, and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. We might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done. this program to bring you a special news Carefully. I'll tell you what that means. Lightning fast. That's unbelievable, isn't it? This is the Wayne Dupree program. think i ever heard that one ladies and gentlemen welcome to the wayne dupree podcast wayne dupree program i'm hutch bailey jr and this is angel fleming from the live free or die state hello angel hi hello everyone man I- i'll tell you it's uh new york's falling apart boy <laughs> i don't i don't know what's going on in new york but every every day 
you see a new story of the children just out of control. I mean, there was a 13 year old girl that helped beating a taxi driver to death yesterday, or I guess it was yesterday in broad daylight. It's, it's Gotham. Yeah. It's, it's Gotham. And, and, you know, New York and California, they're fine with that. Right. This is, this is their chickens coming home to roost. This is the fruit of their policies. This is a direct correlation to what they have been voting for, at least being, at least sitting on the sidelines and saying my vote doesn't count, right? So those of you who voted for this and those of you who didn't vote, that's what you get. Yeah, that, that I mean, that's so get. true. Uh, that, that's that's so, and, and you know, I don't even really feel sorry for people. You know, I mean, I, I have compassion and things like that. I hate to see elderly people getting beat down in their own apartment, but move, get out of there. You know, save and up. The, here's the thing too, and and maybe it's because I'm getting older, but I'm looking at these people and I'm like, how are they elderly? They seem younger than my dad. How <laughs> right? are you elderly? That army veteran going, these teenagers are threatening to burn my house down. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Didn't you swear an oath to protect and defend the Constitution against all enemies, both foreign and domestic? Like, where where's your Second Amendment at? What? How are these? And children they have very little of it. They have very, but they just got it overturned. You used to have to prove to the magistrate or whoever they go to in New York, uh, that you had a need to exercise your second amendment. Yeah, right? same now in they the city of Boston. They just overturned that in the Supreme yeah. Court. Yeah, so, that's the same in the city of Boston. These, these liberal cities, man, it is a communist paradise, right? Yeah. So if you're poor, they don't care if you're sitting in squalor. They don't care if you live or die. They don't care. All you are is a pawn, right? If you're living on government subsidies of any kind, they already own you. So shut up. That's, That's them true. telling you to shut up. That's it's right. too late. It's too late, right? Every government, every time any business takes a government dollar, you look at the bailouts, you look at all of this. If you're on uh, welfare or disability or social security, again, and social security, right? That's your money. That's been laundered a few times through a Ponzi scheme. It's going to be running out very soon. Yeah. Um, and my point <laughs> is, is like, look. You stole it. Look, we, we all have been guilty of turning a blind eye and then turning around and realizing the enemies are already inside the gate. In New York, look, my heart goes out to these elderly. Here's the thing, though. The, these elderly people, they don't look that elderly to me. And, like, it's sad. It's Everybody's very sad. Infirm. When you get into a city like that, I mean, I lived in the country for a lot of many years, right? I lived in both. I grew up in the city. I moved to the, I went in the Army. I moved to the country, stayed there for years, and then moved back. There's such a massive difference between the helplessness in these socialist cities of the people than in the country. Yep. It's unbelievably, these people can't get out of their own way. They, they would never survive. And I see in the comments, all right, so when you use the word can't, that means you have zero ability, right? And one of my favorite quotes from Henry Ford is whether you think you can or think you can't, either way, you're right. That is in your head, right? So anybody who justifies like, I can't do this, or I'm unable to do this, or I have no choice, those are the parameters you set in your mind. So our hearts can bleed all day long for those folks who cannot leave th this situation, right? But they have made that decision that they cannot leave this situation. They have made that decision. If they are of sound mind and sound body, and they are choosing to stay in New York because their families are there, because their welfare check is there, because they have no vehicle. These are all hurdles that you could choose to overcome if you wanted to, right? But whatever you're thinking is the most important pressing issue that's keeping you there is a need or necessity in your head. So you're staying there and that's all fine and good. Yeah. That's all fine and good. But that's be, right. prepared, be prepared to protect and defend yourself. And if you're yeah. not, who are you waiting for to save you? Because the people who are in power set this up for you. You know what I mean? So it's like at some point, like Hodge was saying, I have compassion. I have compassion. Whenever I see it, there should never be stories of elderly people getting beaten up. Where's the men? Right. Where are the men? Right. You know, you, you better you better pay attention. Look at Rotherham, England. When men sit down and don't do anything, you have you have rape gangs that rape girls for decades. And police don't do anything about it. The men got to stand up. And it's and to, to Harry Ash, it's hard to leave your home and start over, honey. It honey, it is hard. Hard looks a lot like work. I've done it. 
I've done it. Don't tell me what's hard and what's not. Hard doesn't mean impossible. Hard doesn't mean can't. You know what's hard? Push-ups. Learned how to do it. Did it. You know what's hard? You know, it's hard being a woman going up against athletic men in basic training to prove that you're equal to them. I did it. Look, hard isn't can't. Hard isn't an impossibility, right? I live far away from some family members and it is difficult. I made the decision to leave the liberal state of Massachusetts. I made that decision. I left family members behind, but it's not like I'm on the other side of the planet. It's and not like I have to cross side, an ocean. On the other know? side of that. I decided to stay with my family for right now in the liberal city of Pittsburgh. And I can't. And my mom made that decision. My mom made that decision. I'm I'm well prepared to deal with what I got to deal with. I'll tell you that. That, that part right there. And I am going to leave at some point in time. (laughs) Yeah. There's no Berlin wall between me and my family. I'm in New Hampshire. They're in Massachusetts. I can go down and visit them at any time. They can come up and visit me at any time. They stay down in mass because they're closer to grandkids. And right now that's important to them. Yeah. That's fine. You know what would, but you, but own your choice. Don't say can't yeah. as if somebody else is controlling your decisions for you. Be adults. Be grown. All right. So if it's hard and that's what that looks like, then that's it. Look at the banner right there. Right. Nobody. We're not. We're not talking what somebody else tells us to talk about. You know, this mm-hmm. is how we feel. You know, and and if, if you know somebody gets jacked by that, I'm sorry. You know, I mean that's what I've been doing since I turned this microphone on, and I'm not gonna. I'm not going to change. Angel's not going to change. And Wayne's not going to change. Wayne is right now uh, delivering his second twin girl to college. Uh, for yeah. those of you who are asking in the chat room. And we're just trying to keep the ball rolling, keep the show moving. Uh, so we uh, pick up the slack when he got to do it. They, they, they pick up the slack when I got to go somewhere. He's it's being dad. He's being a man. He's it, man. He's taking care of his family. And that's priority. And we will never ever tell him like, how dare you? Of course, <laughs> of course, go take care of your kids. Right. And like, we ladies and this. gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, we tough talk here out of love, right? Out of love. Like I'm yeah. on my lunch break for work. Hutch has family and more impressing matters. We do this because we love you all. And also we've had to look in the mirror and face how we have made decisions that put us in situations that could have gone better, right? Like, I don't know, voting Republican blindly for how many years, <laughs> believing George W. Bush and H.W. Bush, believing that 9-11, like if, all of it. We've learned. If you're a Republican, if you're a Republican, uh, say my age, right, or 50 or even 40, and you look at the cast of characters that we've supported over the years, starting with Bob Dole, you know, Bob, uh, war hero, for sure. Bob Dole, uh, Mitt Romney, John McCain. I could show you these. I kept the signs on purpose. You know, I hate every one of these guys now. George W. Bush. I mean, these people were horrible. And we we just were a little bit, we, we didn't ask enough questions. You know, we, 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 we looked at things and we made excuses for them. Like when George W. Bush, after we got our butts blown off on 9-11, said Islam is the religion of peace. We let that go. You know, there's a reason he said that. There's a reason the Saudis escaped out of the clouded dust before anybody could do anything to them. You know, it's something that has been very, very painful. And you think about like um, the allegory of the cave, right? People reference that a lot, especially nowadays, the allegory of the cave. What you, so for, for my Christian listeners, I just want to challenge you. Nothing is impossible with the Lord. So when you use words like can't, you're openly speaking your distrust in the Lord that these doors won't be open for you. So just as a, as an anecdote, my grandfather, right? He was a, a Korean uh, war veteran. He God was forced, he was a force recon Marine. May he, may he rest in peace uh, in heaven. He passed away in 1998. And he was, I mean, he was a man of the family. He was a patriarch. He was a devout Christian. Um, he served his country honorably. He, you know, he did a lot, a lot. Um, and he was one of those, those military types that when he came from home, he's like, I'm done. I'm done. Now I get to enjoy my life and relax with my family. And that's just who he was. And it was great because I got to spend a lot of quality time with my force recon Marine grandfather. But as they say, there's no such thing as an ex-Marine. Um, and so he, he used to take us every year to the Boston Marathon. And his favorite part of the Boston Marathon is this part right before the finish line called Heartbreak Hill. <laughs> right? It's like... 90 degrees straight up. And he, his favorite part was watching the folks in the wheelchairs 
go up heartbreak hill, right? And we used to joke about it, like, oh, he loves to watch the people struggle. But his point was, there are people who lose their legs and soar to new heights. There are people who lose seemingly everything and go further than people who still have their legs. Think about that. I'll, I'll tell you something, Think too. If you haven't done it yet, Angel, you probably already have. But if you haven't done it, you need to look to the history of where your grandfather was. Mm -hmm. Because those are the baddest MFers in the, on the planet that we ever produced. I mean, these guys in the Marines got illegally ordered north of the 38th parallel and made it all the way to the Manchurian border in the Chosin Reservoir in November of 1950. What a November that was. They got, they got ambushed and circled by the Chinese Communist Army. The, the People's Liberation Army from Communist China, uh, and some divisions got rendered combat ineffective mine, the 2nd Infantry Division. I wasn't there, but I was in that division in Korea in the 80s, and my division got wiped out, and, and the 7th Division got hurt, and so did the Marines right. that were up there. I mean, it, it was 45% uh, of the casualties were by the weather. People, The Marines froze to death. I mean, you can still see archival video of them pulling their, their, their dead and they're in all these grotesque positions because they're frozen solid, man. I mean, it's... Uh... And I have to say this, too. I mean, all right, so you and I are also military veterans. And I think about the suicide rate now. I think about how resiliency is a word that just keeps getting tossed around, like, brush your teeth, resilient. Brush your teeth, resilient. My grandfather, right? So back then, they used to call it shell shock. Um and, you know, he, nowadays we call it PTSD. But when you see some things back then, they didn't have resources, right? A thousand there was no, yard stare. Yeah, there was no hugs for veterans. Let's do 22 push-ups for them. There was none of that. And like my, dogs my and, and grocery stores. Yeah, my, my grandfather came home and started a family, became like the sole provider for six children, making sure they go to church every Sunday, you know, all of it. Um, and I just remember, yeah, at some dinners, at some dinners, he would just zone out, right? Well, he would I just bet. do All that All that stare. stuff going through his head, force yeah. recons, the special forces of the Marines. And you, every now and then you would just see his hand tremble. Like it would be out of nowhere. You would just see this and he would just grab his hand and put it down. But my point in saying all of this, ladies and gentlemen, you create the prisons in your mind. All right. So you, you need to challenge yourself with what does can't really mean to you? Like I challenge millennials and Gen Z, what does need actually mean? If we're going to use these words willy nilly and Rahach and I have said this on the show before, it kind of drives us crazy when people use words so passionately when they have very specific connotation. When you say can't, can't implies you as a free adult. God gave you unadulterated free will you somehow, some way have a supernatural limitation in front of you. Um, and I just, there are some things I just don't accept, right? Like I've met some people who say, I had no choice. I had to get the vaccine. <laughs> no, you had a choice yeah. and you chose to get the vaccine. And I can say this because my sister, my beloved sister worked in the, in the medical field for over a decade and she was a shining star. Um, and she chose to not get the vaccine. She chose not to get the vaccine and lost everything. But she's alive today. She's happy. She's healthy. She's thinking about getting married. She's thinking about having children. And she can do that because she made that choice. So when we use the word can't, we have to really think about it because we're Americans, right? So like, can, can a paraplegic run a marathon? Maybe not run, but they can participate. You know what I mean? So like there, there are workarounds and we just need to realize just like the allegory of the cave, the reality is not just the shadows on the wall. You need to stop and look around you. So. Yeah, there you go. Um, we want, it, it's really, it's really fun to, to be alive right now. I mean, I'm like specifically this week and, and hopefully going forward and just watching the left collapse watching all of the things that they've built up, all these house of cards. And, and when I say the left, not I shouldn't say the left. I should say the ruling class. Mm -hmm. yeah, watching really. the ruling class fall apart. Uh, number one, uh, and the boss brought this out on the uh, uh, icon or the whatever you call it for the show, uh, Dr. Fauci. I call him Mr. Fauci. He's not a doctor. Mr. Fauci. It's fun to watch him be terrified. It just is. I mean, it, it's fun to watch him change his retirement because he knows what's coming uh, in the, in the election. And, and just a, a brief a point. Don't believe any polls you ever see in August 
They don't matter. They do polls not in general. Polls no, in general. But when you get closer, if you're a poll watcher for people that you know are doing semi-accurate polls, people don't start paying attention. Normal people, not us folks. <laughs> Normal folks don't start paying attention until October. Right? You're not going to know. People haven't decided yet. A lot of people, a lot of regular people that that spend five minutes a week on politics. Uh, I would ask you, please don't go vote uh, myself. But uh, these are the people that uh, will sway elections, and they're not out there yet. And this this is not just this election. This is every election, mm-hmm. every election. August polls. Nobody's going to remember what the August polls said when it comes to November. All right. So there's a lot of manipulation by the phony press out there and by the phony politicians out there for, for sure. polls that are meaningless. So just don't get caught up in that about, they don't know. I mean, really, we all know what's going to happen. If it doesn't happen, then we all know that we got bamboozled again. I mean, there's no way these people win. They can't, I mean, you're going to win. They're making it out like this guy, Ryan wins in this, in this blue district in New York. Like we didn't already know New York was over. We know New York is shot. You just saw it in the intro. You know, I, I wouldn't go to New York if Angel paid for the trip. You know, I wouldn't go to New York City to see Donald Trump. Nope. I just wouldn't do it. I'm not no. going there for any reason. I don't That's even a- like driving through there to get anywhere south of there. And I'm I have to, right? Because New York goes right across <laughs> where I have to because New York it, it New York basically State, surrounds all of can, New England. I, I don't like going through anywhere State. in the state because the past governors has said, if you drive through exercising your Second Amendment right, you're going to be arrested. So, yeah, that's right. I, I don't like I did worse paying than their tolls. I don't like stopping for gas. New York. So my, my father raised me to, he said to me before, Angel, I know you're probably going to potentially marry somebody of a different faith, marry somebody of a different skin color. Fine. But if you date a New Yorker, I will disown you and I will not go to your wedding. <laughs> I hear you, man. I mean, it's, and you've done it to yourselves, <laughs> folks. I mean, you really have done it to yourselves. I mean, it, it's just a, I, I know a guy very close to him that, that went to New York uh, on Monday. Right. And he went there to check out his new cabin he was going to get. And he was out there and he he realized he's in his truck. Then he has a loaded 45 in his console. And he realizes that he doesn't have his wallet, which is where his concealed carry permit is. And I mean, he was like, uh, I almost said, I'm, he was like, uh, man, what, do, what am I going to do now? <laughs> He said that he made sure that he stayed in between the lines and didn't do anything to yeah, him. Yeah, careful. Yeah, but careful. happens. But that, that's, uh, that shouldn't be even a it shouldn't thing. shouldn't even be a consideration. No, no. I mean, think about it. And I, I say this a lot, and people think the comparison doesn't really follow through. But I do mean this, is imagine if you had to have a permit to wear religious jewelry. Ima- imagine. Imagine if you had to, which kind of started to happen with the COVID vaccine mandates, right? Like, in the military, they were literally trying to force people to prove their religiosity, right? Yeah. You couldn't just say religious exemption. You couldn't just say, I'm an American and I claim religious and, exemption. And you know, and you know really, what? when was the last time you went to church? The this religious, had- that was one of the biggest errors I think that we made. We should have never brought religious exemption into it. No, we should, we I'm should an have American. Said, no, I, I no. don't want to. Right, I'm an American. No. I mean, we, we crossed a, a terrible freaking line with that. We no, really did. Sure. Look, I mean, I used to get arguments with, about this 20 years ago with about regular vaccines. The scary precedent it set in the military yeah. is you had a human being determining if your faith was valid or not. Right. I, so, and it could have been some 25 snot nosed staff sergeant, right? And, just and again, just because you read, what about an atheist? He should have the same rights as anybody else in America, whether you agree with him or not. It right. shouldn't have been about, about religion. That, that was whoever came up with that, man. I mean, and I know it was probably a selfish move. Right. Because how many times do we talk about vaccinations in church? You know, how many, you know what I mean? How many hymns do we sing that right. are about vaccinations? Give me a break, man. It's like marijuana being a medicine. I don't want to hear it. You know, right. you could do it. You could smoke it, but own it. Don't, don't, don't sit there and try to tell me that it's some kind of medicine because I'm not buying it. And what pisses me off too, as as a Roman Catholic, and I'm a devout Roman Catholic, is when we have the Pope, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Catholics don't believe. (laughs) Catholics don't believe. I just want to clear this up. Catholics don't believe that everything the Pope says is true. I I just want to say that the Pope has spoken infallibly 
from ex cathedra, the chair of Peter, only three times in all of church history. So that's the only thing we actually have to believe when the Pope speaks. Um, so we get a little bit frustrated when our seemingly communist Pope says things like, you should, any responsible Catholic should be getting this vaccine. Uh, he seems like he's being a useful moron to the elites, like do what you should and get vaccinated. It's responsible. And we're saying, wait a minute, we're Catholics. What about the abortion component, right? The abortion component in these vaccines. We've always used that as a religious exemption. What about it's morally wrong to experiment on a, on a people? It's, it's, it's legally it's wrong. Experimentation. Right. Morally and legally, right? But the Pope doesn't comment on legal. He comments on moral. So it is morally wrong to force people into experimentations. It wasn't too, I'm sorry, it just wasn't too long ago. The Tuskegee experiments, Jews being experimented on, we can look back over the course of history and say, wrong, wrong, wrong. The CIA um, giving LSD to people. Right, right. And so the fact of the matter remains is like, just like the gays say what happens in their bedroom is none of your business. Same with Catholics. What happens in our church is really none of your business if you're not in it. But I do have to say, I apologize if you think our Pope is out of line, because so do I. And we have plenty of cardinals and bishops that are trying to rein him back in. We have our own nuanced issues happening here. But all of that is to say our rights, our rights are not subject to any scrutiny by our government in any way, shape or form. The, and the fact that we're even having that conversation is is wild to me. Something interesting happened to me when I was uh, at my grandkids. There's a boy and a girl, so I can't say grandson or whatever. They're twins. Uh, at their baptism, uh, we're reading the, the prayer for baptism, the Episcopal prayer. And it says, I believe in God and the Holy, or not the Holy, the Roman Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to say that. I, I forgot about that. You yeah. Know? I've been kind of away for a while since. Yeah, that's the creed. Yeah, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness yeah. of sins, the resurrection yeah, of the body, and life everlasting. Mm -hmm. Yep. I thought um, that and, was interesting. And I, I just want to address this too, uh, because I know, look, guys, a, a, a conspiracy theory is just six months before the truth, right? <laughs> These days, anyway. <laughs> um, the Catholic Church. So there are devout Catholics, and I want to say this: there are devout Catholics, and I'm not speaking to disparage anybody on their faith or anything like this is the Vatican, one of the three arms of the NWO. Look, Satanists and communists have been bragging for years on how they've infiltrated the church. They've also infiltrated the schools. They've, they've infiltrated every major institution to ensure that they corrupt the backbone of society. If you can take down Christ's church, Satan wins. The Vatican itself is not an arm of the NWO. Are there players within the Vatican that maybe serve a different master than our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Yeah. Yes. You yes. want to get are really schooled on it, go on YouTube and look up uh, cultural Marxism. There's a 90-minute video that was produced 10 or 15 years ago, still has Ron Paul in it, Yep. right? And it is one of the most eye-opening. It'll change your life. It'll screw your life up, actually, because you'll be looking at things differently from now on. But they're all connected. What Angel's talking about, all of these things are all connected. And they're all foreign. More connected no than you know. Yeah. Look, there is a book uh, to my Catholic listeners. I mean, anybody who wants to, go ahead and look it up. But to my Catholic listeners, I think you'll understand this a little bit more. But there's a book called She Shall Crush Thy Head. And it's out of print. It's very hard to find. I got a couple of used copies um, on like some used Christian bookstores. That will show you from like the fall of Adam and Eve, how Satan has at every step of history used specific organizations to wage war against God. And in this book, I mean, look, I know there's a certain conspiracy theory movement that's being targeted right now, but it does align with a lot of things that are being said on there. Kabbalah is part of it. Uh, the Rosicrucians are a part of it. Um, you think about um, Knights Templar. I mean, all of them have been corrupted in some way, shape or form. Uh, communists are useful idiots for the Satanists. Satanists, it's the real movement. Satan is the real movement. And they hide behind atheism and communism and all of that. But they're all useful idiots. And what Black they need Lives to do Matter is, and Antifa. It's oh, right yeah, in your sure. face, too. It's right here. Those now. are the, the low-level pawns. Yeah. Those are the ones that they need to create the chaos so that they can come in and be... Those the are the savior. brown shirts that get killed the day of the revolution. Yeah. They just, they're too stupid to know it. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's all it is, is they're just human fodder. Um, but anyway, just, just check out these books because the thing is, is like, you can try and, and make blanket statements on religions, right? But here's, here's the thing I'll say about religions versus any other institution. At least religions are seeing the real battle, the real war. Um, because hey, even Islam isn't shy about what they actually believe. They're telling you to your face what they actually believe, and you're trying to explain it away in some <laughs> secular fashion. Unbelievable. Right? You're trying to think that the Jews versus Islam isn't a tale as old as time, that it's about real estate, really? You know, no. if you work, if you work, this is how bad we've got this, how wrong we've got it. If you work anywhere near national security and you don't know the meaning of the word dahwa or Hijra or Shahid or Takfir or Takia or Uma. If you don't know what any of those words are, get out of that profession right now. Get out of it right now because it's written down what they want to do. They have taxes against everybody that's not Muslim. They kill more Muslims than any other organization in the world. Uh, and they want to take over the whole world. And they have a, there was a, a, a trial, a case, the Holy Land Foundation case, the biggest Islamic charity in the country, maybe the world, but in the country. And they raided this place and they found the documents. They found the plans. I mean, it's unbelievable. They're, they're two thirds of the way through their plans that they found back then. They're still making moving forward. And you still have morons bringing them on TV, uh, some care guy, and he's sitting there lying to you. Takia is the ability to lie as long as it promotes Islam. And that's what they do when they come on television. They get up there and they lie and dumbasses like George W. Bush buy it because Grover Norquist and Suhail Khan are in his office. Yeah, and atheists, which is really just Satanism for dummies, atheists will try and like hug a Muslim, right? They'll try and hug a Muslim. Somehow, some way, they know, even though they're all anti-religion, Muslims rank higher than those who value life and protecting their neighbor, regardless of their socioeconomic status or what they believe or what they've done. You know what I mean? Like I think about Steven Crowder and he said, all I know is the more devout a Christian becomes, the more peaceful they are. <laughs> the more devout a Muslim becomes, the more violent they are. Right. And, 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 and the, there's a reason why atheist elitists raise up one over another. You, you know, the thing that kills me, you know, you, we watch our own culture. And I think some of the people that are the most misguided, I call them dumb, you know, black American Muslims. You need to look at the history of Islam and what the Arab Muslims have done and are continuing every day to do to you. And I say you, I mean, in the Democrat Republic of the Congo, if you look in Africa, I do uh, a weekly jihad report every single week since 2010, and we've never had zero killed. You know, it's just the way it is. It's historic. And they are the most racist people on the planet. I mean, they, the Arab Muslims, I'll tell you what, when they, when they overthrew Gaddafi, there were blacks contractors working in Libya. And the day Gaddafi went down, it was open season on those people. They murdered them in the streets. And who was president at the time? Hutch. Right. You know, and think about that. Right. So, I mean, uh, now the words this is where. OK, so this is the book. Sh Wayne's not here so we can get into conspiracy theories of it. <laughs> uh, for fair warning, you guys, this book is written from the, the aspect of Catholicism. So if you are one of those people who think we're idolaters in some way, shape or form, it does go into Mary. We don't worship Mary. We just believe she fulfilled God's promise. That's all. So if you're going to read it, check it out. She shall crush thy head. But it does go into, as Hutch and I have been discussing, it goes into very great detail um, how there are pawns that are used, right? So Barack Obama, Arab Spring, Gaddafi, he took out Gaddafi. Gaddafi was the least extreme, the least extreme. Arab Spring did nothing but unleash well, you look Fanatic at Fanatic Muslim the, democracy. It, all it did, it took over <laughs> secular countries, secular governed countries that happened to have a majority Muslim population. Egypt, Libya, they tried to get Jordan, Syria. These all had non-religious leaders. That's what they were after. This yep. was the, the Arab Spring, and it, it was in the playbook at the Holy Land Foundation. And our unions, our trade unions helped it. And believe it or not, this is going to sound off the wall, but whatever. Ethanol helped it too. 
because of our arrogance to burn our food, Arabs had to pay 35% of what they make every year for food for their families because corn costs so much because there was, because we burn it in our cars. Think about it, man. Yeah. I mean, this is well, the dollar as the world reserve currency. There's some people that would love to see that go away. Yep. I'll tell you um, more on the left falling apart. I love this. I mean, you, I don't love the consequences, but you look now the vaccination deaths are starting to be, talked about you can't hide it anymore you can't you can't it's out life there. insurance the ones who are ultimately left holding the bag as they said on they're the, the ones podcast. reporting it that's right they're the ones they're, they're like insurance hold on. we're going on. bankrupt hold yep. on <laughs> that's right president trump get off the bandwagon right now please Thank seriously you. trump stop laying claim to it i mean don't they're, but they're, hey it's they're your gonna funeral beat you with it they're gonna be that's right yeah uh, but you see that and you see now that the leading cause of death worldwide is unknown you know, I, we don't know. It, it, and we all know what it is, but we're saying it's unknown. You know, another thing uh, that's crashing and burning is Twitter. You know, I told you several months ago, Twitter's not a business. Twitter is an intelligence operation. And their their chief of security just came out and he's starting to put it out there. Uh, you know, it, it, it's uh, Twitter is there. <laughs> you look at, at the January 6th people. Twitter helped put them in jail. They went all over that to every tweet they ever made. I mean, this is something get off Twitter folks. Yeah. They don't care about subpoenas or warrants. No, it's what they feel. They want it because the thing is an eye for a living. I, I read terms and conditions for a living. So all the stuff you guys don't want to read, like we updated our service. We updated our terms when you just click. Okay. So you can use your app again. I read stuff like that all day, every day. And what you don't understand, but what you don't understand is what Twitter does, what Facebook does, what Instagram does in the terms and conditions. When you click, okay, they own your information. As soon as you hit that, okay, your, your location data, everything that's saved on your phone, wherever you are, it's their property. You said, okay to it. And they can do with it what they want. So when the police come to them, when the alphabet soup come to them and say, who was there January 6th, Twitter's like, here you go. It's yeah. all our information. We own it. Here you go. And, and if you understand the way the intelligence community and the State Department and things work, CNN came out and it's called called Twitter a threat. You know, their, their security chief came out, whistleblower, gave them all kinds of details. And CNN says Twitter's a threat to its own users, personal information, to company shareholders, to national security and democracy. Now, but you have to remember what CNN is. CNN is the national media firm that protects the interests of the State Department. The Washington Post is a national media firm protecting U.S. intelligence apparatus. The latest Twitter whistleblower information originates in an explosive whistleblower disclosure obtained exclusively by CNN and the Washington Post. This is all a game, folks. This is all 100% of a game. And, I mean, if you can't see it, I, you're probably in a better place than I am because it sucks to see uh, it. Ignorance is such bliss. It is. I know? wish I could be blissfully ignorant. I just can't. I you know can't what I mean? It. And, you know, Hutch and I talk about this a lot on the show, and we don't have Wayne to rein us in. We're, we're running out and wild in the fields with our tinfoil hats. But it's true. You guys, I mean, it's totally Orwellian. It, all of it is so Orwellian. This is why they tried to suppress Orwell in the school system. They replaced Orwell with gender bending. And I had to code. read it. I read it in public school. Me too. Me Little too. Little paperback. Yep. Animal Farm, 1984. Lord of the look, Flies. Look, yeah. I mean, guys, seriously. New York you City, look, you're heading into Lord of the Flies. You better read that book. Right. Yes. Yes. 1984. If that's not, if Twitter isn't the Ministry of Truth. I know. I don't know what is guys literally we're living in 1984. Those of you who say like this is we're, we're, we're headed towards communism. They want you to think we haven't arrived yet. So you don't start fighting. They want you to think they we haven't new, gotten there yet. They, they don't want new, you to start a fighting. A new social media platform getter comes up and there's so many Chinese, not Chinese communists, so many Chinese capitalists that are on that platform. And it's like, they want a way out too, man. I mean, they went learned English just so they could, communicate with other people man i mean it, it's uh bizarre let's pay a little bit of bills here ladies and gentlemen uh you're sending your kids back to college now's the time to go to mypillow.com slash wayne or call 
$12.99 and get your uh, students some towels or some slippers or something like that. Angel, all kind of stuff out there. Or you can redecorate their be- your, their bedroom into your <laughs> yeah your master bedroom, your little TV room when your when your hubby is snoring or whatever. So twofold: send your kids away in style, nice and comfort, and then uh, their bedroom is back to being yours again. Yeah, and please <laughs> please support our sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. It's all we got. So if you're uh, gonna go shopping and, and you're thinking about going to uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know, Amazon or something. There's something that's much better than Amazon, ladies and gentlemen. Mammoth Nation, go to mammothnation.com slash hashtag WD show. Uh, and you're looking at the, uh, uh, what they call it, the premium partners when you go to the homepage here. But if you click on all, show all, I mean, there are so many different uh, businesses and shops uh, that are at Mammoth Nation. It's I, I went on there this weekend. Um, Angel and I, I needed a, a grinder to grind some fennel seeds up for my Italian sausage. And I thought I had a, a coffee grinder, but I, I sold it already or something. I got rid of it. And so I went on there and I went to Defiance Tools, Defiance Tools, and it was pretty cool. I, I got a stainless steel handheld uh, spice rack. They're smooth. Is over there. Hold on. Let me let, let me see if I can if I could do this right uh, before before you. Uh, all right, here we go. Wayne, did you cry? Not this time. Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's cruising even. He's moving. Not this time. Uh, now you got the house to yourself yeah. now. Got the Party house to Wayne. yourself? Yeah, we got you. Let me tell you something. It is hot as heck out here, boy. <laughs> it is hot. And if you ain't drinking water, woo! Hydrate or so, die. What are y'all talking about? Y'all talking about? Well, we were just plugging. Uh, what we were just talking about? We were Mammoth just plugging Nation. Mam- Mammoth Nation. You you caught us in the middle of a a quick ad, but um, I, I was just going to say, ladies and gentlemen, when you go to Mammoth Nation, right? So they're building. They're they're trying to grow, and they listen. So you can reach out to them or people if you think, hey, you're a great brand. You should be on there. They're willing to listen to that, too. They need the traffic. They need the notoriety. They are a great American first company that is trying to compile as many of us as possible. So give them the traffic. Let them know, hey, I'd like to see this on here. Or so-and-so is a great producer of hats. Or this person has cattle feed over here. Whatever. They're trying to build and grow. So... This is yours. This is your marketplace. Please check it out. If you don't see anything you like there, keep coming back because they're trying to build. And there's a lot of great deals on there right now. Local, American, If something doesn't catch your eye when you first go on the landing page after you log in, make sure that you hit show all. Because like I said, there's at least 10 pages uh, oh, yeah. of shops. And some of these shops, it's kind of like going to, uh, you know, your... Uh, your flea market or saying, I'm not trying to degrade it to a flea market, but they have, they have some small businesses that have yeah. one or two or right. three products. You know, it's not that they have everything. You're not going to, yeah. And, and I like places like yeah. that anyway. I love little shops, yeah. you know, things like that, as opposed to Walmart or, or whatever. I, I'd much rather. And I mean, it goes the gauntlet. You go, there's a biker, a biker, there's biker stores. Cool. Beretta has a store there. Yeah. Nice. Um, yep. You know that you can, uh, you got creative arcades. You can go buy a pinball machine. Yeah. At one of these stores. I mean, it's <laughs> it's, so it's cool. outstanding. I'm only halfway so cool. through the pages. I got to get back. Yeah. In. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of stuff on there, and I I have to say, you know, I, I've mentioned this before, but when I was in the military, I was in lockdown, watching America lose their ever loving minds, and I work in government contracts. And when the government buys stuff, they have rules, right? You can't purchase from our enemies. It can't be produced in certain areas. You have to support local small businesses before all else. They have these rules. Why doesn't America have these rules in their marketplace? Like, why can't somebody do that thoughtful thinking for us? And that's what Mammoth Nation is doing. Uh, so show them some support. I think it's great. There you go. I had to turn on the air. I don't know if y'all hear that air, but I had to turn on the air. <laughs> He's going to start sweating. <laughs> I, lo- I, want, I want sweat in my hat. This white hat had sweat bands all the way around it, man. That, that's now it's a real military it. hat. <laughs> yep, that's right. That's right. Air Force, baby. 
right. Fly, fight, win. <laughs> so uh, it looks like Marjorie Taylor Greene got swatted last night. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know if you guys saw it. Like <laughs> 1 a.m. 1 oh, yeah. this, this Department of Justice is, I mean, now swatted, maybe it was just some leftist idiot that did that. Some teenager. That's what or it something. was. Can I just say something, exactly though? exactly what it was. Can I just say something? Because the, I, and I, if anybody can just share the show to Red Flag Ron DeSantis, I'd love for him to speak to this because right now there are so many people drinking the Ron DeSantis Kool Aid. Uh, but sickening. if you if you see Real what happens, because he's doing you, good, you know, I mean, he's doing good things. But ladies and gentlemen, you don't buy national airtime if you're not planning on running for president. Look, swatted at 1 a.m., right? And it happens to conservative podcasters, too. Like, it happens yeah. to Timcast at least once a month. It happens Swatting to Steve Bannon. extremely dangerous. It's death by cop oftentimes, yeah. especially if you're a Second Amendment abider, <laughs> right? So then, tell them, let's Tell them say, how you answered your door the other day again, Angel. That's very important. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was the middle of the night. Middle of the night, and I was dozing off probably around, like, 1 a.m., and I heard a knock on the door, or I thought it was, but I thought, well, the dog would be barking if I if there was actually a knock at the door. So maybe I heard one of my neighbors and it echoed or something. So I went to go back to sleep and all of a sudden I hear, bang, bang, bang. And my dog starts losing her mind. And I'm like, it's 1 a.m. What the is going on? So I'm thinking to myself, all right, take a deep tactical breath, right? Whenever you start feeling your adrenaline rise, you got to, okay. So that kind of bang and it wouldn't stop. I'm like, they're coming through my door. It's a matter of time before they come through my door. I don't know who oh. this is. I grabbed my firearm, right? It's 1 a.m. I'm a five foot two female. I grabbed my firearm, look through the people, fire department, fire department. So I holster my weapon. I open the door and then I said, oh, you, you hold it behind your back before you find yeah. out who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and if, I asked the right people see that gun. That's their, that's their green light. Right. Exactly. That's why I, I you know, yeah. I see a guy, a bunch of guys in uniform with masks on their face um so yeah once i realized it's them and they say did you call 911 no i i didn't call 911 uh oh oops we got the wrong place but guys if that had been the cops and they saw my weapon that's shoot that's shoot yeah that's shoot and it, and if somebody and if you're in denver if you're in denver even if you throw the gun away they're still going to shoot you Yes, even if I'm not aiming it at them if they see gun they're going to shoot and here's the scary thing about red flag laws cops love to serve warrants in the middle of the night because they they catch you off guard they want to catch you off guard so you don't put up yeah. put up much of a fight but if three, you're a second amendment person three that's three when you're most vigilant yeah and so swatting three o'clock four o'clock five o'clock in the morning they, yeah and because that's because that's when you are really into sleep and you aren't really thinking about anything so somebody starts banging at your door and you know how police, well, if, if I don't know how the police bang at your door, they bang like they don't give a damn. So they, they want that door to come down. Door. Oh yeah. I mean, or in some cities, they, in some of those swatting cases, they won't not. They'll use that big gigantic Ooh, uh, battering ram. Uh, you know that. Yeah. Yeah. That battering ram and, That'll scare the hell out of you. And you know what sucks? But they go know, back. Um, they go back to their station and they watch videos of themselves. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's Let's play the tapes. That's the oil report, right? They're into That's it, the man. oil report. Uh, Firefighters do the same thing. Just a quick timeout because we've had some questions. Some questions in the chat. What is being swatted? Okay, so swatted is when the cops get an anonymous tip that you've been cooking meth in your house or. You saw somebody being running raped. guns or you Tenure, suspect pedophiles. Tenure. So what they, they'll do, and this is common, especially among like computer hackers and nerds and gamers, they will call and say, I heard a woman scream. I saw a gun. They'll say something to the police that makes the SWAT team show up at your house with reasonable cause. So they kick open your door without even having to identify themselves. Ar arms up. They're ready to shoot. They heard that somebody has a threat. Dog's going to die. Dogs, Dogs are going to die. They don't, they yeah. don't. So yeah. it's not like um, you're a person of interest and they're knocking on the door saying, ma'am, we have a couple of questions for you. This right. is imminent with, threat to life. The There's a bomb threat. Something's about to go off. They come in yeah. guns blazing. Yep. You know, this you know this due process goes always, out the window. I was watching. Go ahead, Wayne. I was watching this um, 
I was watching this documentary about this young man who was um, taking or he was hacking a lot of his high school girl friends accounts on Facebook and whatnot. Um, so he met up with another hacker. The other hacker thought that he was going to hack that hacker. So he swatted. Yeah. He thought was the hacker's home. It happened to be somebody else's home. What happened was the family was in there watching TV. The guy noticed all these lights around his house for no reason at all. The father gets up, goes towards the front door. He opens up the front door. He looks and sees all these guns pointed at the front door. He walks out because the lights are so bright. He raises up his hand over here and they shoot him dead right in the right in the um right in the doorway. And well actually, he wasn't dead. They they removed everybody else from the house while he was laying in the doorway. Gasping for his life. They were walking over his body as he was dying. Damn. They were walking over his body. His, his daughter saw him, his, his brother saw him, his mother saw him. Took took forever for the for the ambulance to show up, but it was a swatting, it was a swatting gone wrong. And, and I, I wanna say too say this, because I don't know how good my um, connection is. Let me say this real quick. When I first joined the conservative movement, they start swatting a whole lot of conservative voices. And when they start um, swatting those conservative voices, a lot of those conservative voices left. They left. I believe that. This is one of the reasons why I'm pro-law enforcement but I am absolutely 100% against giving police departments military equipment. I think that's the biggest error that we've ever made. And I'll tell you why, because in order for you to be a law enforcement officer, you have to be uh, pretty much an alpha, not an alpha male, but you have to be, it's filled with alpha males, right? There's other people that are police officers also, but it's filled with these people that are beating their chests. And I guarantee you, whatever you give a police department, will end up on your street at some point. They will figure out a way, a reason, to bring that MRAP out of the garage or to bring that grenade launcher out. They will figure out a way. It's coming to the street. And you want to know how we know that? Because we did in the military. Exactly. We've seen it in the military. And I want to say this. I want to say this because this really says something. The fact that it is common knowledge that people know that police will overreact and it will end up bloody and violent. And they are using an entire police force as a weapon for their own end. Yeah. These are serial killers, right? So th- it's one step removed, but just as guilty. Somebody who calls to have you swatted wants to see you dead. They want the police force to be their weapon of choice. And then they're, they're, they wash their hands of it because they know that technically the police shouldn't have killed you. It just always ends up being a happy circumstance for them and when now, they do. And now we have a, you know, it's come to light that we have a federal law enforcement uh, apparatus. That's the same way or even yeah. worse. And, and I mean, it's not going to end up good for them. At some point, this is going to blow up in their face because nobody's going to, the FBI currently, 70% of the right thinks that the FBI is the Gestapo 70%, 30% of Democrats think that they're to the Gestapo. That number is going to go up to 90, 90, 50 at some point. Oh, and sure. this is how a professional broadcaster handles the coffee spill in the studio. You don't even know it's happening, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm sopping it all up and saved all my stuff. Just like that didn't even stain my shirt, you know, but uh, you Woo! know, that's how it goes. <laughs> some things you can't prepare for. Uh, I just have to say, I just have to say to to the law enforcement officers in our audience and family of law enforcement officers, look, we know it's a tough job for you every single day. We know it is, but we've said this before on the show. The thin blue line was back there. the The thin blue line is way, way, way back there. Um, and so you have to know which side of the line you fall on. Are you with the American people? Are you going to honor your oath? Or are you going and, to honor don't your tell paycheck me and your the, pension? Don't tell me it's just the people at the top either. I, I'm tired of hearing that. That's and no don't longer use true. can't. Don't use can't. Don't no use I have true. no choice because I know plenty of cops that walked away. 
Unlawful orders left and right, violating Japanese American officers, rights. Japanese Imperial Army officers used to sit down and take a samurai sword and self-inflict themselves when they lost battles. You know, you can you can fall on your sword hypothetically and, and save the nation that you took an oath to support and the constitution you took an oath to right. support. You know, I I don't want to hear there's 35,000 federal bureau investigation FBI agents and 12 come to a congressman to, to whistleblow. That's and not a good enough to, number. You have to look around and like, look, we all know good cops and we all know bad sure. cops. We all do. I, I share the same sentiment as you do, Hutch. Militariz- militarization of police officers is a problem. To include the FBI. And, and, oh, I mean, and If you the need IRS. the military, you call the military. <laughs> Um, and and the fact of the matter, yeah, and that's the thing, right? So it's illegal for military to, to occupy U.S. soil, so they're just using other agencies to do it. National Guard. You know right what there. I mean? Um, but I also have to say this to all of my law enforcement agencies out there, all of you members who really, really, really want to be the good guys, when it is common opinion that you are so incompetent that they know innocent people will be killed when you show up, there's something wrong when they know dogs die babies die look at this this story i remember the story too baby got burned to death because a flashbang landed in his crib during a warrant being i talked about that story right it was a flashbang through the window when we know these stories are common we know an autistic child with a water gun is gonna get shot first before questions are asked when we know these things over an ounce of weed over an ounce of marijuana when we know these things to be true when we know that this is your culture and you can be used as a weapon to take out political opponents. Wake of one side up. only. Of Wake one up. side. I mean, they just they just convicted those two Whitmer guys again yesterday. Unbelievable. The judge is such a corrupt guy. Appointed by George W. Bush, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes there and, and like basically tells the jury they have to vote guilty. It's unbelievable what's going on in this country with our judiciary. And, and any and the federal law enforcement, and that's why I I really like again not trying to do sky is falling fear and fear fear time but time goes quick. <clears throat> oh my gosh, I know, and not trying to do sky is falling fear fear fear. But when they want you to think we're not in communism yet, that there's still a fighting yeah. chance, they don't want you to fight right now. But right now is the time, you guys. Right now is the time. The government's already the largest employer in the entire country. Everybody else is on some form of assistance or indirectly benefiting from those tax dollars. Communism is already here. They're just giving you the semblance of choice and free market. It's it's time to stand up and fight. The elections don't mean anything anymore. Your kids are at risk. We look at the transgender stuff. They're not teaching 1984 in school anymore. They're teaching bodily mutilation as a right for a five-year-old. I mean, this is just... I mean, well, I, whole, a tangent, but. I, I don't know how there are so many people, unless this was, unless this was a plan complete with recruiting and everything else. How did so many sexual deviants get into our schools? The devil. How did, I mean, really? I mean, but, but, you know, normally people that you see that want to be teachers, maybe they're different. They must be different now. I don't know. I, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's hard for me to deal with. It is that there's people out there that are this evil. That would do that. I mean, they're they're right. They're living next to you, folks. Uh, yeah, th- this guy, this FBI supervisor uh, of the Whitmer case, then went to the January sixth commission, and then he headed the raid at at Mar-a-Lago. Nothing to see. I don't here. have his name. I don't have his name right in front of me, but I've read Nothing about him. Nothing to see here. And the judge no. that signed signed the raid for Mar-a-Lago just happened to be on the Epstein flight logs. Nothing to see here. Yeah, you know, they can sit here and laugh at us and say, oh, you guys believe that the world elite is full of satanic pedophiles. Yeah, we do. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we do. I mean, we do. (laughs) More and more names are coming out of that, too. I mean, I mean, that's something that's getting uh, a little populated. I saw an interesting meme yesterday, and it said, instead of worrying why parents are taking children to drag shows, Ask yourself why drag queens want children in their audience. Indeed. They're not grooming, though. That, that, that was always the argument. You guys are crazy. That's a conspiracy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we said way back then that gay marriage would lead to pedophilia and bestiality, and they said, no, no, you're wrong. I mean, I remember 20 years ago on MTV, they had like weird kink shows about people who love to have intercourse with vehicles and like <laughs> you know what i mean like this weird kink stuff that they were trying to normalize no all wonder the way they back want electric then. vehicles 
Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, we, we got to win the culture war. And, and we beat We're winning. I'll tell you what, the, the school board races are looking good, man. They're looking better than the Senate races. Who cares about the Senate? The school board races, man, they, they freaking, and that's the thing I'm not, we don't have enough time to get into DeSantis, but DeSantis is doing some great stuff. You know, I hope he keeps on doing it. I just don't want to, we'll deal with the rest when we get there. Keep doing that good stuff. Right. I mean, he, they flipped a lot of seats in, in places like Dade County. I mean, yep. in, in blue places, it's pretty remarkable. And, and I hope that trend continues. And I think it will. Uh, I, I think people are, you're messing with the, with the lunch kettle, man. You're messing with the dining room table. That's not a good thing. You're messing with the bank accounts uh, and things like that. You know, um, just finally, uh, I saw in Australia something that may be coming here. Um, their banks have decided they're not going to make any more car loans for gas-fired engines after 2025. So look out for that to come here because our CEOs are cowardly bastards. I mean, when you have Mopar, when you have Chrysler, Plymouth, or whatever they're called now, uh, has the most successful car run in years with the Charger and the Challenger. You've seen them out there. They're beautiful cars. Chevrolet has the Camaro and the Ford has the Mustang, the old muscle cars. They're stopping production so they can go to electric vehicles. You tell me that's not an oligarch move. Uh, oh, well, but, yeah, because where's the free market in that? The right. government's mandating. That's what I'm saying, you guys. Communism is where the government tells you what can be produced, how much of it can be produced and what you're allowed to consume. Sure. We're there. We are there. They're talking about putting cricket protein powder in our food. They're talking about whether you like it or not, you're going to be forced into electric vehicles or walk, right. or you won't be able to own them, only rent them, you know. Looking out for you, Angel, your final comments. Ladies and gentlemen, God is real. And the devil is real. And the sooner you realize that and start living your life accordingly, right? And I mean, really start challenging yourself. What what is your moral fiber look like? What does need actually mean to you? What does can and cannot actually mean to you? Do you exercise your rights responsibly? And I'm not asking for perfection, but I am asking you to examine your conscience every single day. It's time to hold your own feet to the fire. We as adults... We have a responsibility. Even if I don't have a child, I'm looking out for children. I was going to say we got we got kids. We got kids to raise out there. They're beating our next. Our next generation has no leadership. Um, So it's on us. It's on us. And I'm not saying it takes a village to raise a child, but we're each role models. We're each role models. Every single day, you are a representative of what somebody might only see as a Christian. You are a representative of what anybody might see as a woman, a man, a white person, a black person, a, a Native American. You might you might be the only representation. So let it count. Let it be positive. Let them see God shining through you because the world doesn't want you to know that this is actually a battle of good versus evil. Everything else is just a distraction. So whose side are you on? Because you do it by your actions. You live it out by your actions, not by what you say from the comfort of your couch on social media. Your inaction is also just as bad as an evil action. So I'm not trying to point fingers or say, you know, we're all guilty of something, but this is something I challenge myself with every single day. And the only way we can win this culture war is by declaring who owns our lives, right? Who do we serve? We have to declare that. As Americans, it was supposed to be God, a Christian God. And that doesn't mean we're a theocracy, but it does mean the morality piece was 100% there. If you don't have morals, you don't have rights, you don't have responsibilities, you don't have crime, you know, it's anarchy. So just think about it. Love you all. God bless. See you tomorrow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for watching. I always appreciate it. Please support our sponsors. That always helps us out, helps keep us on the air and everything. Wayne will be back tomorrow on your Thursday and our Friday. Oh, wow. God bless. You know, I'm cited as some, you know, mastermind, some evil yeah, plot yeah. in many, many cases. So what could cause an excess in a single year of 10 million deaths? Now, clearly a, a big war could and a pandemic natural or, or created by bioterror. Who's the bad guy here? Normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. But you don't have a choice. People act like you have a choice. Well, this won't be the last pandemic that we face. You know, we'll have to prepare for the next one. That will get attention this time. You have
had a number of meetings with Jeffrey Epstein. Well, he's dead, so... Uh, $300 million? Jeez. He's donated to these various media organizations, which for sure has some sort of an impact on how they cover him. Big believer in getting the truth out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.